And welcome in to this, the 223rd edition of Fusebox, quizzically entitled UF. Uh oh. I'm your interstellar overdrive and saucer full of secrets host, Mark Rose, and riding shotgun. Ooh. <laughs> Too soon? Yeah, may always be these days, bro. <laughs> well, Sitting in the navigator's chair Better. is the commander of compression, Milt Keynes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. So, uh, we're talking about one of my favorite subjects this time, yeah? Yes. Yes, we are, Mr. Keynes. We're talking about anomalous aerial phenomena, or unidentified aerial phenomena, or... Hell, it's UFOs, friends, no matter how they try to rebrand this thing. Yeah, like when a brand takes a societal nosedive because they pluked the customer so often and over so many barrels that now they have to change their name to try to outrun their crappy reputation. <laughs> well, you know, except in this case, it's not really a reputation that's been tarnished or smeared. It's more about a uh, realignment of government departments to oversee this activity that uh, is really most curious, um, as is the chap that has been appointed to head it. Yeah, I haven't heard that. Yeah, it's a very interesting story, and uh, one that we shall explore in detail, I assure you. Well, uh, I need a security clearance to hear this stuff. Uh, no. Mr. Keynes, it's all a matter of public record, so uh, you and I and uh, all of our listeners are uh, completely free to absorb the details without fear of retribution. That we know of. <laughs> right. So, friends, it's uh, been a bit of a grand shuffling act as to the uh, handling of these UFO sightings and uh, attempted explanations of them. There was, of course, the famous Project Blue Book formed in 1951 uh, that uh, actually happened not long after the initial sighting, or at least the initial reported sighting, of uh, nine objects glowing bright blue-white flying in a V formation at speeds up to, reportedly, 
1,700 miles an hour. And uh, they were flying over Mount Rainier, which is actually out here in the Pacific Northwest. Yep. And you know where that term flying saucer came from? Uh, you know, I, was it uh, a, a science fiction novel? or? or... Well, I mean, it could be, but... Actually, uh, the buzz around that term uh, came in 1947 from the guy who reported those same nine flying objects, Kenneth Arnold. Really? Yeah. He was a pilot and a businessman and uh, was flying to a meeting and spotted these objects, which uh, he described as, quote, a saucer if you skip it across water. So, you know, that led to the belief that they were uh, saucer-shaped. And that, of course, led to the term flying saucer, which has stuck like gum under a table. You know, I knew I could count on your expertise, Mr. Keynes. I know. Right around that exact same time was the Roswell crash, you know. Well, you know, evidently, uh, a rash of sightings started to be reported during those years. And uh, according to then-President Harry Truman... He wanted something to be done to uh, stop the potential hysteria from growing. And uh, in uh, 1953, the CIA responded to those fears by uh, assembling an expert panel of scientists headed by physicist H.P. Robertson of the uh, California Institute of Technology to uh, discuss this uh, recent UFO phenomenon uh, the Robertson panel, as it was called, uh, met for three days, and they interviewed uh, military officers and uh, Blue Book officials and reviewed photos uh, of the um, alleged UFOs. And naturally, the panel concluded that there was no basis for the so-called extraterrestrial hypothesis and that uh, UFOs posed absolutely no security threat. They also said that 90% of the sightings could be attributed to astrological or meteorological activities or to man-made causes such as uh, balloons or searchlights. Swamp gas. Yes, the famous swamp gas. Oh, uh, by the way, <laughs> this is, this is a, a thing of note. The panel's findings, they weren't fully declassified until 1979. <laughs> Which, of course, fed suspicions that a government conspiracy was in the works. You think? Well, I, I for one, don't know, Mr. Keynes. I've seen strange things in the skies now and again, but uh, can't say what they might be conclusively. You know, it's just the sort of thing we're going to chat about as, uh, as well as the new acronym chosen for the most recent reassignment of study for these... Uh, Objects. You know, I, I wish they'd just stop messing with the initials, man. We all know what we're talking about. Stop trying to make it... Vague. Yeah. Well, when we return, more on this curious subject. So stay with us. Or can we? Now, don't tell me you're taking all this seriously. TheFuseBoxShow.com All righty, friends, let's take a look at what's going on in this uh, UFO shell game right now. Oh, God, more acronyms coming, folks. Put on your hard hats. <laughs> yes, indeed. 
Well, let's address that a bit. I guess all of us are most familiar with the most basic one, unidentified flying object, UFO. It's very clear, says what it is, an object of unidentified origin flying around us. Simple. Done. Yeah. Well, in recent times, with the release of these declassified sightings from uh, military sources, the Air Force and so on, uh, showing all sorts of interesting objects flying at uh, unbelievably high speeds, in some cases at speeds exceeding 2,000 miles an hour, in fact. Yeah, your, your head would be flattened if it were our technology. Well, it would certainly make it hard to whistle. Yeah. Well, in recent times the uh, acronym police, decided that the old, reliable UFO just wasn't good enough because, well, you know, because it wasn't. That's all. So enter UAP, or Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Yeah, no. It's just harder to say. I think that's the plan, really. Make it ugly and we won't care. Well, that's certainly one way to look at it. The other way is to uh, somehow fold the, this into a matter of national security interest. That particular way is the one being shaped at this moment with the announcement of a new addition to the National Defense Authorization Act as uh, it calls for a new government program focused on investigating unidentified aerial phenomena or UFOs. So I'm uh, quoting now from the actual mission statement. The program seeks to quickly investigate unidentified aerial phenomena, share information with other countries, tell Congress if other nations or some other entity are behind the cases, and check into reports of service members who have experienced health issues after they encounter unknown objects. Now, this... Hold on, bro. Yeah? No, we had a little glitch there. Uh, did you hear it? Uh, no, sir. Sounded okay from in here. Huh. Well, we, we lost a little bit of that, uh, last part there. Um, oh. could you uh, pick it up with, uh, Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I think I, I think I was just, uh, reading from this statement. Um, yeah. The, uh, program seeks to quickly investigate unidentified aerial phenomena, share information with other countries... Tell Congress if other nations or some other entity are behind the cases and check into reports of service members who have experienced health issues after they have encountered unknown objects. Warn if giant manis aliens are around? Well, you know, it doesn't specifically cite them, but uh, I'm sure they'd be on the list of suspicious participants, for sure, Mr. Keynes. In the category of just a little creepy on the side, comes this. A researcher at Stanford University is examining brain scans of service members who claim they have encountered UFOs. Avi Loeb, an astrophysics professor at Harvard University, has helped create the Galileo Project. Already sounds like a limited series on Netflix which seeks to bring the search for extraterrestrial technological signatures of extraterrestrial technological civilizations, or ETCs. Another acronym. <laughs> Thanks. From accidental or anecdotal observations and legends 
to the mainstream of transparent, validated, and systematic scientific research, according to its website. Huh? Well, they want to separate the wheat from the chaff, is what it sounds like. And naturally, they have an app for that. Well, I presume they have a series of apps and devices and, yeah, so... With all of that, uh, the recent military sightings and, and all this other stuff, it's clearly causing a bit of a stir in the uh, National Security Administration. And hold up, hold up, hold up. It's, it's happening again. What's that? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's sounding a little weird in the phones now. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's weird. Oh, it's really weird. Uh, some kind of scrambling or something going on. No, there's got to be an encoder on the fritz, bro. Well, you know, it is Mercury retrograde, they say. Yeah, well, every day is Mercury retrograde lately. Whoa, man! What happened? Something turned bright blue in here, and then BAM! Something? Yeah, I couldn't figure out where the hell it was coming from. It's kind of like coming from all over the board here. You okay in there? Yeah. No, I'm fine. I'm fine today. That's a little curious, but yeah, I'm fine. Roger that. Um, where the hell were we? Um, oh, oh yeah, yeah. So this recent new department, now under the uh, guidance of the Department of Defense, is called the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, <laughs> or ARO, A-A-R-O. Oh, holy carp. Yep. Just making it clearer all the time, aren't they? Well, you know, at least you can call it arrow. In the words of the DOD, it will be to synchronize efforts across the Department of Defense and with other U.S. federal departments and agencies to detect, identify, and attribute objects of interest in, on, or near military installations, operating areas, training areas, special-use airspace, and other areas of interest, and, as necessary, to mitigate any associated threats to safety of operations and national security. This includes anomalous unidentified space, airborne, submerged, and transmedium objects. Oh, there's a new one. Transmedium objects. <laughs> well, yeah, because as we've seen, a, a, a few of these objects have been seen traveling at, you know, tremendous speeds over the ground, and then suddenly they either morph into something else or they just disappear into the nearby uh, ocean. Yeah, real head-scratcher, huh? Well, they do seem to be baffled by it. But here's the deal. Uh, we, so we have this this new department to study and monitor this stuff, and uh, it's headed up by Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, who is a uh, noted professor of physics and has worked extensively in the areas of scientific and technical intelligence for, uh, obviously, the Department of Intelligence. Huh. Yeah, and, and here's, a, here's a little interesting part, though. Through this chap's rather impressive career... Dr. K was uh, mentored throughout his life by General Bobby Ray Inman. That name may sound familiar to some of you. He was the former head of the NSA, the CIA, and numerous other intelligence operations. And Inman is quite transparent about not believing for one stinking minute that there is an extraterrestrial influence, or maybe even 
anything out there at all. What? Yeah. So, you know, the idea that Dr. K might share these same ideas about all this UFO stuff as his mentor General Inman does, you know, that's a valid one. Well, that'd be kind of an odd choice if that's true, bro. Well, it could potentially continue the cone of silence on uh, any disclosure or transparency that they're uh, constantly talking about. We have no way to know that yet, though. So, but as you might imagine, some folks in the UFO community have expressed a, a wee bit of skepticism about this appointment. Uh, Ron James, who's a spokesman for the Mutual UFO Network, or MUFO, which bills itself as the oldest and largest UFO organization in the world, and I think that claim is probably accurate, says, This is a subject with a provable history of secrecy, and anything that lacks a new openness about the information is subject to more, possibly inappropriate, control. We don't see that this means new resources will be dedicated to the matter. We believe that considerable resources have always been dedicated to the matter at some level inside deep government and industry. Yeah, I agree with them. The government's been throwing money at this for decades. Now, whether they're throwing money to research or develop these technologies, well, that's anybody's guess. <laughs> I see where you're headed there, Mr. Keynes. Well, you know, we've discussed this before on the show. Um, some of the earliest of sightings of these objects, they all tend to have one thing in common, the design aesthetic or reported design or even pictures when available. Each one of these objects, without a doubt, reflect the design aesthetic of the time they were reported. Now, as an example, no one in 1947 reported a ship made from organic tendrils covered in plasma light and whooshing across the skies. They would now, however. So, you know, I'm just not convinced that some of these objects are not actually from here and are being tested by our... Oh, crap. Hold up, bro. It's, it's cracking up again. There's some kind of... Holy carp! There is a freaking hole in the booth. A hole? Oh, my God. No, it's a, it's a, it's a basketball-sized hole with a glowing ring around the edges of it. I mean, yeah, it, it, it looks like a black hole. Hold up. I'm coming in there. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Something's, something's happened. Oh, my God. There's something coming out of it. Guys! Bro! Holy mecca, man, there is some kind of craft flying around in here. Wow! Hold on. Hold on. Nothing, man. I got absolutely nothing. This thing just popped out of this hole. I, 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 look out! Here goes. What the hell is this thing? I have no idea. Watch it. What? It's headed back this way.
What the flaming fuck was that? I have literally no idea. It flew back into the hole and then just winked out. Man, this is a bit creepy, bro. I mean, we were talking about UFOs and all that shit. Maybe we ping someone. You think they're subscribers? I don't know, bro. Wow. Holy... Hey, what's this stuff on the wall? It's in the same area as where that hole opened up. Careful, bro. I mean, you might be radioactive or some shit. (laughs) No. No, not radioactive. Unless Mr. Peanut is not telling us something. Huh? It's peanut butter. Peanut butter? Oh, no. Well, that... Yeah, Uh uh-huh. That could mean only one... Oh, yeah, yeah, we saw it all right. Yeah, what the hell was that? Damn near did a strafing run in here, little dudes. Oh, yeah, no, it's an interdimensional drone. (laughs) Yeah, interdimensional drone. Interdimensional drone? Oh, okay, so you guys are responsible for this. IBD. Yay! (laughs) Oh, for dog's sake, more acronyms. How the hell? Hell, did you? Heath kit. You made it from a Heath kit? Are they still around? I thought they went belly up in the eighties. Well, actually, they're still around. You know, I think they launched again in twenty thirteen. Why do you know that, bro? I'm a repository of ephemera. Listen, guys, that thing w- was pretty damn dangerous. It it it, it opened up a hole in the time-space continuum or something. You guys got to be careful. I mean, who knows what kind of reality displacement that thing could have caused. Whoa, well, wait. Maybe we could get a do-over on 2016. Huh. It's a thought. Do-over! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And, uh, reluctantly... With that, (laughs) we'll uh, call it a show, Uh, but uh, not before thanking our contributor to this edition of the show, Jody Lorimer, for exquisite ideifications. Uh, Thanks as all... You better put that down. I mean, seriously. Thanks as always to the ever-present and uh, drone-wrangling participation of the Doctor of Dials, Milt Keynes for technical assistance and so forth and so on. Yeah, pleasure as always. And, uh, folks, as long as we're not totally absorbed into some hell dimension and still producing this show, it would be great, if you haven't already done so, to go ahead and subscribe to this thing wherever you may have found it. Yeah, I do it quick, as we don't know how long anything will be anywhere. We'd love your participation at our Patreon page as well. You you can sign up as long as there's something to sign up with. Uh, Get free swag, uh, get exclusive content. Like interdimensional drones. Like IDDs, yeah. Get them while supplies last, or as life as we know it lasts. Sign up at uh, patreon.com forward slash the Fusebox Show. I have been your fixing a hole so the continuum won't get in 
post, Mark Rose, saying, hopefully, until our next cartoon. We got to check and see if everything is in one piece after that. I mean, I... I... Uh-oh. It's back. Hey, there's something there's something attached to it. Oh. It's a note. A note? What's it say? It says... We wish to apologize to planet Earth for Elon Musk. He got out of his yard again... Please return him as soon as possible for reprogramming. Thank you. I knew it! Huh. I wonder if they'd take Mark Zuckerberg, too. <laughs>